you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me once again, as always, to discuss the best team in the NBA, or, well, I guess the second best team in the NBA after this past season, we have Kiernan Tellier. Kiernan, welcome back. Great to have you. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that this episode is a little overdue. We promised that we would have a Celtics review episode at the end of the season. So count this as that episode, because that's what this is. We are a little late. The season did end about a month ago. But nonetheless, better late than never. Um, And what a turnaround for the Celtics, wasn't it, Kieran? I think we were in the middle of the season. We were talking about, is this going to be a disaster? Are the Celtics going to even... Even, you know, finish with a winning record. Are they going to make the playing game? It was like, well, you know, they're in contention for that last playing spot, but are they actually going to make it? And <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> it was it was definitely a toss up for a while. Um, and, you know, when when the season like first got going, we we didn't we weren't um, getting the shots down and um, there, we were just not playing the way we should be. And um, a lot of people were um, thinking it was on Coach Udoka. And, you know, I even had doubts with him too. But, you know, like it was it was very shocking to see that turnaround for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the Celtics fan base at this point probably understands that, you know, me, I, I – listen, I'm a huge Celtics fan, but I've always been a little bit um, – I guess apprehensive to the Celtics in terms of, you know, I've always been apprehensive as to, you know, is this the right team? Is it the right lineup? Are these the right guys? You know, and and, and I think that's really a product of, you know, the past couple of seasons and kind of the, the lack of playoff success. Like we've had success, but we haven't had, you know, like the success that we want, we've had you know Eastern Conference, exactly. Exactly. Eastern Conference Finals after Eastern Conference Finals. So I was, I was thinking, you know, listen, it's not a bad thing to be making the playoffs. It's not a bad thing to be making you know Eastern Conference Finals. But you know, I mean, we want more here in Boston. We're not, we're not just looking for you know more playoff series. You know that we get to lose, right? We're, we're yeah. trying to build a championship contender. We're not trying to build a squad that's hey. We made the playoffs again, but don't go anywhere, right? That's yeah, and, and yeah. you know what, Michael? I definitely, I definitely think that, that this coach is definitely going to be a great 
head coach for a long time for this team. Yeah. Um, I think he's a great fit for Tatum and Brown, um, for them to exceed to their limit and exceed their and even improve their game. Right. Um, I think I think that it was amazing to see that he accomplished so much in his first season. Right. Um, even after the rough start. Right. Um, but I also think that even but and people don't even talk about how Brad Stevens was a part of this whole thing. Like he put a team together and no one thought that we would be going to the finals at the beginning of this year. Yeah, and no no one thought we'd be going to the finals at the be at the end the middle of the year, you know, like Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think I think people like should really take credit to Odoka and, and Stevens. Yeah. You know, Stevens Stevens was a head coach for what, like eight years? Quite a while, yeah. Yeah, so he was a coach for eight years and he was working with Danny Ainge, who's been a great president of operations for the Celtics for a long time. Right, and now he's obviously in Utah, of course. Yeah, and, you know, as soon as he stepped down, we were all like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Yeah, it, it was quite shocking to see Danny Ainge step down in the way he did. It was. And, you know, as soon as they announced Brad Stevens, I was like, oh, I don't know, like, how this is going to go. Like, you know, can we can we get someone that's, like, that has a little more experience in this field? And, right. You know, right. of course, we didn't expect what he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brad Stevens deserves... He deserves quite a bit of credit this season. I mean, the Celtics certainly would not be the team that they were without his – I mean, leadership is a word that you could say, but just his direction that he was putting forth to the team and the way – Yeah, you know what? He, he did a lot of improvements um, toward the trade deadline. Right. Um, and even – well, sent out um, Dennis Schroeder. Um, yeah, but Dennis know. Schroeder sucks. He was the whole reason our team was bad. I mean, I'm well, convinced. yeah, that's true, but – I mean, you know, he brought in Daniel Tice. Um, Derek White. Derek White. And, you know, I, I love Derek White. Um, he's, like, I, lo I love his style of play. So yeah, much. man. I mean, he's awesome. He needs, you know, his hairline ain't ain't, ain't, ain't very good. <laughs> but we love him here in Boston nonetheless. Um, yeah, we definitely do. He, you know, that headband certainly does him quite a few favors out, out there on the court. Otherwise, whew, yeah. might, might not – and you know what? I honestly think that you know I, um, I I know we'll get to the off season at some point. So far, um, at some point during this, yeah, but, you know, of course. I love I love the I love the moves we have made so far. Yeah, um, you know it's it's it, it seems it's, like you know you're adding on to something good, right? And it's like yeah, we're adding on to something that. Right. Be something really special. It's almost it's almost like you have this great, you know, this great ice cream that, that's been made and you're just putting, you know, you're putting sprinkles, you're putting the toppings on it, and you're making exactly. what was something very good, you know, even better, even more appealing. Um Yeah. And, and, and I yeah. I also, you know, I, I've seen rumors about um uh, you know, I, I only talk about this because I definitely don't want it to happen. <laughs> But, you know, I see the rumors of 
Kevin Durant and seeing the rumors about Jalen Brown, you know, and it's it, it's crazy because you know you're when you talk about Kevin Durant coming to Boston, it's you're you have to give up either Tatum or Brown. Right. And, you can't you can't you, know, you can't get out they, of the woods. They both just led us to the finals. Like, why would you give that up for a superstar that? is probably going to retire in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I mean, there are a lot of wild things that are going on. But I think I think the Celtics season really is is kind of a almost a, 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 a like a, like a, almost so a, a poem to to resiliency. Like yeah, like and you know what? It, it like it obviously like shocked me to my very core like how insane that comeback was you know we we came from being one of the worst teams in the league to one of the best in a span of less than six months it was really like three months yeah, pretty much january months. to march yeah exactly like that's insane january that to april of. yeah five months more like four or five months but yeah still but, i mean you know, you know mid-season turnarounds are, are, it's really not a huge thing in the NBA. I think that the it's NBA not. is more like, listen, you kind of gauge where you are halfway through the season. If you suck, you know, trade away your pieces and, and you know, rebuild. And if you're good, buy those players and, and you know, make a run. There aren't, there aren't very many teams that in NBA, especially in recent years, that you can point to look at and say, oh, man, but they were so bad at the beginning of the season, they turned it way around. I mean – you know, it's basically, you know, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I see I see rumors all over the place right now. And, you know, I, I still go back to Jalen Brown because he was a huge reason why we stayed in that series against Golden State. And, right. You know, it, it, I, I know Tatum couldn't get it going, which was really unfortunate. But, you know, I think that this team can really be something special if they keep this core together. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think this team has a lot that's special about it. And to kind of blow, you know, to kind of to kind of trade for a piece or, you know, do 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 some big shocking move maybe isn't the right thing to do. I mean, you just kind of had Tatum and Brown are definitely um, like entering their Entering the prime years. I mean, they're they're yeah, entering their prime. People years. forget that these guys are like you know, <laughs> like twenty four. Like they're very young. They're not. They're not. They're not old guys. They haven't been around the and league. You know I, I, that's the other thing too. Like a lot of people talk about how we lost this finals, but you know they learned so much in that series because right. they're a young young squad that. You know, Tatum and Brown have never been in that situation before. Right. I so mean, now, Steph, so Draymond, Clay, you know, they've all been there before. They all understand kind of what it means, what it is. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think this was a great step toward what they can be next year. Right. And I honestly, I mean, it hurts to lose the finals, of course. I mean, you know, you never know how many more chances you're going to get at, at, a, at, a, at a ring. I mean, sometimes one happens early in your career and – 
And, you know, it doesn't come around again at all. I mean, it happens at sometimes, and, and obviously you want to get one, but you feel differently with that about this Celtics team. You almost feel like this team is going to get back to the finals at some point, whether it's this upcoming year or maybe the following year. They have a strong roster, they have a great core, and they have a young core. You know, people who are talking about, hey, you know, these guys in the playoffs, they kind of, you know, fell apart a little bit. They kind of... They, they they didn't really you know stand up in the spotlight or whatever they didn't they didn't really show up you know it, it, it's a tough thing to say to a guy who's playing in his first finals a guy who guys who have really been clutch against the heat and against the bucks um and by the way against the nets so they've really played three superstar teams and come away with huge victories everyone played well they're in their first finals versus a team that's made six of eight finals right? And the Celtics have younger guys who played a lot of minutes during the regular season. So they weren't as well rested. They didn't have it. Then, you know, maybe they weren't, you know, maybe they didn't have, you know, enough stamina, but you expect that going to this season, they're not going to be playing 30, 40 minutes a game, trying to make the playoffs. They're going to be playing, they're not going to be playing 40 minutes a game. They're going to be playing 30 minutes a game because this team is going to, should make the playoffs without Tatum and Brown needing to play, you know? Yeah. And you know, I, I, you know, I, I know we're going to come back to this, but, you know, as I said before, I love the new additions that Brad Stevens has brought in, um, you know. Well, let's not come back to it. Let's just talk about it right now. I mean, these these additions, I think uh, Brogdon and Gallinari, I think, are two, you know, very not, – not necessarily subtle. I think Gallinari is a little bit more subtle than Brogdon, but I think they're two very, very solid additions. They're going to yeah. be role players who are going to, you know, have a huge impact on this team, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's it's gonna be quite a. I think it's gonna be um, very helpful for Tatum and Brown. Um, you know, it'll give them a little bit more like room to breathe. Pressure. Room um, to breathe, I think. Yeah, and more room to breathe, so right. that they rest a little more, and also still have good guys on the court. Yeah, to help to help this boost this team yeah i mean the the playoff run was kind of unfortunate we did have a lot of guys you know go down with injuries of you know quite a few sorts i mean it it wasn't as if you know everyone was healthy marcus smart was on and off the court tatum was on and off the court brown horford williams you know i mean we're gonna be expecting you know these guys hopefully to stay a little bit healthier throughout the, the course of this upcoming season but no, the fact that we really brought everyone that we wanted to back, we have Horford, we have uh, Rob Williams, we have Grant Williams, we have Peyton Pritchard, we have Smart, Tatum, Brown, uh, White, and now we have a couple new guys. I mean, it's going to be tough for teams to play against the Celtics. We have a deep bench. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be easy. No, it's not. And you know what? I think um... – like Brog, I mean, going back to Brogdon, like he plays great defensively. Um, he's a great shooter um, when he needs to be, um, and you know, I think I think he's a great guy to have coming off the bench, um, especially because you know you you need that guy to help get the second unit to be on their best game. Right, because the second unit in the playoffs was you know minus 
a billion, it felt like. You know, every time they stepped down on the <laughs> yeah, court. Exactly. Right? Every time they stepped down on the court, it was like, oh, the Celtics are down by 20 again. You know, and that's that's tough. You can't you can't rely on you can't rely on those guys. I mean, it's tough to win a series, right? Especially when the guys that you need to be on yeah. maybe aren't on or the good the maybe field. not on the field. So yeah. I mean, I feel like that is I mean, that is super tough, right? And that's that's a lot again, that's a lot to put on um some of these guys, I think. And you know, I mean I don't know. I was just, you know, again, are you unhappy? You know, are you a little upset with the way the Celtics season ended? But put in perspective, right? Put in perspective from where we started to where we yeah. we well where we went. And it's like, you know what? We were we would have just been happy making the playoffs back in January. If we exactly. if we thought, you know, if someone told me, you know, back in January, hey, not only are the Celtics gonna make the playoffs, they're gonna be the two seed in the East. They're gonna beat the net. They're gonna sweep the Nets. Then they're gonna beat the Bucks in seven. Then they're gonna beat the Heat in seven, and then they're gonna go to the finals. I would have said, "You're nuts, bro!" Like, do I need to check you into a psychiatric ward or something? Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, and and everyone would have felt the same way. I mean, you would. Yeah. Someone could have said the same thing about the Knicks, and you would have felt the the reaction would have been basically the same, right? I mean, the Knicks, you know, were bad and stayed bad, but the Celtics were bad and became good, seemingly out of out of nowhere. The Celtics just started playing better basketball, and it and it started, you know, again as Schroeder left, but you know, I mean, the point still stands. It was remarkable, <laughs> and, it was. and you know, I, I think these additions are definitely going to be a huge help to so many of these guys um like the two veterans we brought in like can help this team tremendously right no i i, I agree second unit. right and you know i think that you know a lot of these guys this was their first big playoff run you know even the older guys even al horford i mean this was his first you know his first big playoff run too so the Celtics really had nobody on the team with any playoff experience beyond, you know, Marcus Smart, who, you know, went to a few Eastern Conference Finals, but never went to a Finals, right? And so, you know, sometimes, you know, you get to your first Finals against, again, a team that has been the dynasty over the past decade. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, let's be honest here. They were way more experienced. The Celtics didn't play well. And... You know, I mean, hey, we were up two games to one, and you thought at that point the Celtics might have them on the ropes in game four. Game yeah. four was a turning point, but you got to be happy with how the season ended up. You can be upset about losses, upset about calls, but, you know, looking at, and, and this is what I call the the college tour speak, looking at the situation holistically, you know, I feel like we did a pretty, uh, we did we did a pretty good job out there. And, you know, I think that the Celtics, honestly, you know, first time I was very positive them about you know, them in a long time. And, you know, this season, I think, you know, quite honestly, the expectations have to be high. You know, you have to set the bar high once again. And, you know, there's still stuff to achieve. And I think the Celtics truly are, you know, yeah. the best team in the East. or And at least if they're not the best team in the East, you know, by, by some people, they're at least number two. 
right? I think that they're better than the Sixers. They're better than the Heat. They're better than the Bulls. They're better than the Cavs, right? I mean, the only team that you could say, hey, the Celtics are going to have, you know, the Bucs are a good team, and they are. Don't get me wrong. The Bucs are a very good team, right? So I think that the Bucs and the Celtics are, you know, your one-two. The East itself is very weak, though, and I think that that's going to do the Celtics a lot of favors, you know, hopefully come playoff time next year where they don't have to, you know, literally claw their way through round by round to get to the finals, right? Like that that does take a you know, it does does have a toll on the players. And that was seen when, you know, again, how when Marcus Smart went off the court and then came back on the court, like injuries mounted for the Celtics. And it was it was, you know, a lot. That's hard to deal with as a team. In basketball, you know, there are five players on the court, right? If what if one of those players gets injured, right? You know, that's 20% of your lineup. In football, if, you know, if one of your players gets injured, well, it's like, that's why we got, you know, a 52-man roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like there are guys on the bench who, you know, legit play. Like, if you're on the Celtics, you know, there was Rob Williams, and then there was Daniel Tice, but after Dana Tice, there was no one, right? So it, it, it's a tough situation, and it's obviously the best they could with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know... Talk to us a little about your expectations for this upcoming season, though. Like, what, what what do you see as a pathway to the Celtics? What what do you think what what do you think should happen? What do you what do you believe the Celtics you know should be should be saying to themselves right now? I think um, you know they they should be saying to themselves like you know what we just went to the finals. Um, you know, I I know we can like especially those leaders like they they know. They know what it takes to get to the finals. They know what it takes to win now. Um, you know, especially, you know, I, I've, I've been reading a lot of stuff um, the past couple of months, past couple of weeks. Um, and, you know, they're, they're talking about everything they can possibly do um, to get back to that point. Um, you know, and even, um, I was even... You know, they, they, I think that they need one more veteran player to make, to make it easier for themselves to get back to that point. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. That's a lot to ask. You can't, you know, there's only so many players you can put on your lineup. You know what I'm saying? No, of course, of course. And you know what? I think, I think it's, it would be great if we got one more. But I think this team is definitely something special. Um, you know, you know, you you talk about Grant Williams, who's been, you know, he has improved his game drastically. Um, yeah, he really has, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And you know, Al Horford, game one of that Warriors series was unreal. Sometimes Al will just put up 40 points. You're like, Al, why don't you do this every night? And then he comes he comes like the next night and puts up like six points. You're like, Al, like one game you're like scoring like 30 and the next you're dropping six. Like it's not okay like for you to be doing exactly. this to me. So, you know, I think, I think that, that if they want to get back to that point, they need to work together and just focus on focus on ball movement you know that was a huge huge problem in the finals 
Right. They they could not move the ball well. Um, you know, Draymond Green is a ridiculous defender. You know that that he is. He is super aggressive, and you know you can't you can't you can't go easy on those guys because you know it's it, it's not going to end well. Yeah, I mean, you you want you you want your your star players to come up clutch. You want Grant Williams to, you know, one game huh, like eight of 11 threes, and the next is like, oh my god, Grant, where'd you go? Like Payton sometimes is like so hot from downtown, and then and then a minute later he's like missing every shot. It's like we're looking for a little bit more consistency from these guys, and yeah, I mean, exactly. And I think I think if they're not consistent, they gotta keep moving the ball. Keep moving the ball, and I think that that's what Ime Udoka is gonna do during during this training camp. Right. Even when they start practices for the season. Right. No, I mean, I, I agree. I think that the Celtics, they were so close, right? Yeah. And it's really it came down to just a matter of shots that you know if they happened. If, if, if it happened a different way, if a couple shots went down or a couple shots, other shots didn't go down, like we could be sitting talking about the, the world champion Celtics. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. um, I, you know, I think there's a lot that could be said. Anything else that you have to say, you know, for that matter about the Celtics? Um, no, I think, I think it's, I think I'm looking forward to this season. Um, I'm hoping that, Brad Stevens has one more thing up his sleeve, but you know if if, if he doesn't, I mean you can't be too unhappy, right? Bringing everyone but, you want back, bringing two new guys in, I mean it's pretty it's a pretty good uh that's that's pretty that, good. I honestly think that this could be one of the best off seasons we've had in a long time. Yeah, and hey, let's go get that ring, baby. I want I want another banner. Get me that banner. I want it. For the Lakers, come on. Yeah, we gotta. Hey, listen, can't ha- we can't let LeBron get another? Can't happen. No, we can't. We can't let the Lakers get no. another championship before we. Do. No, LeBron's washed anyways. Listen, they, if they got Westbrook on that team, no way they're winning a championship. That man's a curse. <laughs> that that man's curse. All right. So you know what? <laughs> that that Westbrook is cursed. Just like just like, yeah. Well, basically, just Westbrook. I mean, listen. We know Katie and Kyrie ain't cursed. Harden's just fat, but Westbrook he's cursed. I'll tell you that Harden, he, he and and you know we'll. I mean, I hear Zion's coming back. I like Zion. I heard he's been out. You know, he's been. Hey, he saw the commercials about Jared at Subway. He said, "Oh, that's not for me anymore." So he's not at Subway anymore. Thank God he's not eating. You know, four hundred thousand calories a day. Um, hopefully that angle is gonna be a little bit better. Um, now that's not not so much weight on it. Um, Besides, you do have to stop eating, bro. So you know, get get back fit, because um, we do want to see a good Pelican squad. That would be a lot of fun to see. So, um, <laughs> but you know, I I do want another banner. Hell no, it's not going to the Sixers. Harden, no way. He's too busy at uh at the at, at the clubs in 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 Philadelphia for that and 
God forbid. If they, if Giannis wins another, we're going to get another terrible Giannis movie. So can't have that. All right. You know what I'm saying? We can't have that. Yeah, exactly. Can't have another Giannis movie. All right. We have one that's enough. Don't need a sequel. So don't need a sequel. Love number 18 for the Celtics, though. We love it. We love it. So let's get it. All right. You hear that, Emay? Hear that, Brad? Hear that? Hear that, Marcus and Jason and Jalen and everyone else? We're looking for 18. Thank you to Kiernan for uh, joining me here this afternoon and this night. We'll be back soon with another episode of The Master Plan very soon. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.